Good morning, gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're all doing fantastic. For those of you who are new here, welcome to a Feminine Impression Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Daff, and today we are going to be talking about ways to support your husband. We're continuing our series of Finer Wives, which is a series to empower and equip women to become finer wives for the glory of God. I first want to say thank you to every single one of my listeners. I appreciate each and every one of you who tune in, who listen to this podcast and share it on their social media platforms, share it with family and friends. I am so grateful for your support. That is the only way that this information can get out there is through your kindness with sharing. So thank you so much to every single person who shares this podcast. In today's podcast, we are talking about marriage. We are talking about how to be your husband's cheerleader, how to support your husband. Remember that marriage is a covenant where each person lays down their life for one another, like Christ laid down his life for his church. Marriage is supposed to resemble that relationship. It's no longer just about you. And that's very important for you to sort of let marinate in your spirit because that's going to be the basis for everything you do in marriage. It's not about you. It's about the two of you as one. Whatever you sow, you will reap. And when you reap, you will reap it in abundance. This ties right into your marriage, my love. Whatever you sow into your marriage, you will reap in the kingdom of God. You may not see it the way that you think it's going to come. It may not come in the way you expect it to, but it will come. It is a natural law and it applies to everything in your life. And I'm sure you are more than ready to start reaping everything you have been sowing. And I wanna teach you more ways that you can start to be more intentional about the things that you do in your marriage. So I want you to go ahead and sit back, relax, get something to drink, get something warm to drink, just warm yourself up, get something to write with, and let's talk about this. Embracing femininity in your marriage is going to be the key to being a fulfilled wife. You may see women sometimes who are absolutely spoiled by their husbands. They're spoiled with attention, with love, with care, with material things. They are in a marriage that's full of joy. These are the women who their husbands adore them, genuinely adore them. It's not about what they look like. A lot of times it's probably confusing to the outside world because we don't understand. They probably don't look like the kind of person who, quote unquote, deserves these kinds of things. But it's not about the way they look. It's about who that person is. And more times than not, it's because those women embrace their femininity and know how to support their husbands. These are not men who are doing these things with their wives in order to make up for wrongdoings, cover up things that they're doing. No, these are men who genuinely adore their feminine wives. And I want you to know, honey, that you are worthy of all of these things. You are worthy of everything 
thing good. These kind of men are not only for certain kind of women, women who look a certain way, women who grew up in a certain place, women who have a certain amount of money. Absolutely not. These men are for you. Therefore, everyone who understands the male and female dynamic and who understands how to be in a marriage, how to play your role in a marriage, but never doubt that you are not worthy of having a man who treats you in this way. That is the most important concept for you to understand or none of this will be realistic for you because you will feel like you don't deserve it. As you're taking all of these things into consideration, just remember you're going to learn so much information that you've never had before. Some of it may be shocking to you and you may think, how did I not know this? Some of this may make you feel a little bit bad because you may think, wow, I've made so many mistakes. How could I have not seen that? I don't want you to beat yourself up. I don't want you to regret the things that you've done. For many of you, you may have never even been guided with any of these things. I know for me personally, growing up, I always wanted to have an example of a strong marriage because I was in relationships and I didn't understand how I was supposed to be behaving. I didn't know when I'm supposed to dissolve a fight. How long should I ignore him if I'm upset with him? All of these questions I had, I was getting my answers from television and what couples were doing in movies. And it really hurt my relationships. And it got me into patterns of negative behaviors because I was doing what I felt like doing. I had absolutely no basis on how I was supposed to be acting. I always longed for a model to teach me how to be a wife. What am I supposed to be doing? Forget what the media tries to portray. What actually works? I always wanted to know. And with all of the research I've done over the years, all of the many women I have spoken to over the years and relationships and marriages I have watched and studied along with my background in psychology, I was able to gather so much information and thought, I have to share this because I didn't have it. And I don't want anyone else to make the same mistakes that I was making over and over thinking I was doing something right. So as you hear these things, honey, the Lord will start opening your eyes to them. And I don't want you to harden your heart and shut the information out. Instead, embrace it and realize that as you start implementing these things into your life, it will be a shift. It will take time to develop these things into actual habits. It will never be extremely easy because marriage is not easy. The enemy is trying to actively break you and your husband up every single day. So it's never going to be easy forever, but you will start to notice patterns and you'll start to understand your husband more and it'll lessen the frequency of the things that you are doing to cause friction in the marriage. It will also take time for him to see the things that you're doing differently and trust that this is really the new you and start to honor your changes. So don't get upset if you start implementing these things and he's like not giving you the um, reaction that you're looking for. Don't get upset. It will take time for him to believe this is who you are now. The concept of supporting your husband and being his cheerleader and being the number one woman in his life 
is necessary. This is something you absolutely must grasp. You are his partner. He relies on you spiritually, emotionally, sexually, mentally. He relies on you. You are one. And in that sense, it's necessary for you to have responsibility for your behavior. (laughs) None of this is going to be easy. But you will start to understand how your behavior directly impacts his behavior and how all of it comes back to your happiness in that marriage. I will never, ever condone infidelity in marriage, but I will say that this is one of the number one reasons why men end up cheating on their wives is because they lack support. Their wives do not respect them, admire them, honor them, side with them, compliment them, all the things that men crave, their wives are not doing either by choice or because they don't know. Remember that you are his cheerleader, not the woman at his job, not the woman at Target, (laughs) not his ex-girlfriend from middle school. You are his cheerleader. You are his support. Embrace that role, love that role, and master it. Ladies, before we continue, I want to share my fragrance line with you. Fine Forever. Fine Forever is a blessed luxury fragrance line that promotes the promises of God. Each fragrance is tied to a biblical scripture to remind you that with God, you will be fine forever. We just launched our first fragrance, 2911, after the scripture, Jeremiah 2911, which states the plans that God has for your life. 2911 is a rich, mysterious, and feminine fragrance. It will surely turn heads and become a signature scent for you and for others. Visit the website www.fineforever.com and purchase 2911 for yourself and for someone you think could use a promise from God. I thank each and every one of you for your support, and I hope that you enjoy 2911. Something I want you to know about men is that they like their ideas to be honored more than their looks, more than their talents. They like the things that they come up with to be honored by you. So when your husband speaks, how do you listen? I want you to think about that question. When your husband speaks, how do you listen? Remember, God gave us two ears and one mouth. And I know that sounds kind of cliche. You hear that all the time, right? You have two ears, so you should be listening more than you're speaking. But I always think about this when my husband's speaking to me. As soon as I'm about to say something, I pause and I remember, okay, I have another ear. Let me listen with this ear. And I continue listening before I say whatever it was I was going to say. And I kid you not, every time I do that, He ended up either saying what I was going to say, or he explained something that I maybe misinterpreted, or it was the right timing in the conversation for me to interject, for me to speak. 
So I always try to remember that I have two ears and right when I'm about to say something, I listen with the other ear. When your husband is speaking to you, even if he's speaking about something that's totally insignificant to you, you couldn't care less. Try your absolute best to give him your undivided attention. Now, this is not just for your husband. I recommend you do this for everyone, especially your children. But that's another conversation. When he's speaking to you, unless you're doing something like cooking or in the middle of dealing with your child, unless you're in the middle of doing something like that, anything else you're doing, put it down, turn it off. So if you're watching TV, pause it. If you're on the phone, get off the phone. If you can't get off the phone right away, then just acknowledge him by looking at him, smiling and saying, honey, just give me one second. I'll be right with you. I want to hear what you have to say. Do not just ignore him or give him half of your attention. Give him eye contact. Okay. Look at him as he's speaking to you and just give him a neutral face. You don't have to be smiling. <laughs> you don't have to be acting. Give him a very neutral face. Don't look at him with an attitude like, oh gosh, you're always interrupting me. You know, don't give him a stink face as he's speaking. Give a very neutral face and eye contact. Give him undivided attention, even if it's insignificant to you. Allow yourself to be available. This is a very big part of femininity. You are open, you are still, you are available, you are present. And as he's speaking to you, you know, you're going to realize a lot of things he's saying may not add up to any sense in your opinion. You may think, okay, this is nonsense. You may not always like the ideas that he's proposing and that's okay. You know, most of the time, the couples that really do well are couples who are very different. I've heard so many people talk about being compatible and that kind of thing in love and I'll be honest with you, I don't think anyone is compatible with anyone because we're all so unique. We all came from different backgrounds. We have different personalities and different life events will bring out different things in people. So throw all of that stuff out of the door. Stop with the, oh, well, he's a Scorpio and I'm a Leo. So that's why we clash. Like none of that stuff matters. All of that stuff is really a lot of nonsense. And those are the very things that will hinder you in your marriage. If you're constantly trying to point to horoscopes and all of these other things to justify why you're not getting along, why you're clashing, none of it is important. Every married couple clashes. It doesn't matter if you're the same or if you're different. And the more different you are, if you learn how to work with that, typically the more rich your marriage is actually going to be. So he may be saying things that you don't agree with. You can't understand how he came up with it. And again, that's okay. Learn to be able to listen without judgment. You can use catchphrases, certain things that you just say so that you're not saying anything that's going to be negative. So if he's talking to you about an idea, you can say, oh, honey, that's interesting. That does not mean you agree with it. It doesn't mean we're doing it. It just means it's interesting. Or if it's something that you genuinely think is interesting, you can say, wow, babe, like you thought of that? That is amazing. But 
allow him to be free in speaking to you and not feel like he can only come to you when he has a whole business plan written up about something. He can just bounce ideas off of you or he can suggest things without feeling stupid. As a finer wife, my dear, never dismiss his ideas or call them stupid. This may be difficult, especially if you struggle with being prideful or arrogant. Maybe you are much more educated than your husband. And because of that, you might know more in certain areas in life, right? So if he says things, you might be like, oh, this guy is so stupid in your head. Now, I would hope that you wouldn't feel like that because you married him. However, if you do, it is unacceptable to actually say it, to dismiss his ideas or call them stupid or insult him when he comes up with something. Remember, he is a person. He is your husband. He is actually the leader of the household. He is the one God chose as the head of the family. So if you think he's stupid, that is a big problem because you're called to follow him. Now, that's a different conversation because that goes more into the idea of submission. And that's something we have to really unravel in terms of like when to follow and how to disagree, especially if you can see something being a serious issue. However, we're talking merely about the casual conversations that come up. Remember that he has feelings. Although he is a man and he may be big and strong and tall and have a deep voice and all of those things, he's still a person. Regardless of how you see your husband, the outside world sees him in a certain way too. And at work or, you know, whatever it is that he does, whether he's an entertainer or a professional athlete, whatever, the world sees him as wonderful or flawless. Or because they don't know him, they just assume the best of him. But most men do not share their private thoughts with the world. They're not sharing it with all these people who think that they're great. They're sharing it with you. They tell you their private thoughts, their ideas, and they expect you to listen, to genuinely care about what they have to say. Now, say he does have an idea that you don't really agree with, like maybe he's trying to plan some kind of trip, something that involves you, the family, finances, and you're just like, mm, I got to stop this right now. There are ways to talk about that. There are ways to speak to him in a way that's respectful, in a way that allows his ideas to be honored. So always, always, always acknowledge what he said and say, that's an interesting idea, babe. But I was thinking... And then go ahead and share what you were thinking. Or you can say something like, what if we did this? Right? Instead of just dismissing what he said, acknowledge it and say, but what if we did this? And be excited about it. Okay? Don't make it seem like his idea totally sucked. Be open to it and then share yours. Or one thing I think works really well with men, especially men who are masculine and who truly are leaders and ambitious and they're always kind of like coming up with stuff, is for you to say, what do you think about this? Hmm, I like what you said. What do you think about this? And allow him to be the one to come up with the idea. Because when he says, well, you know what? I think this, this is not. I think this and this and that. And then you're like, you know what? 
yeah, I, you're right. That is great. I like that. Allowing him to think that it was his idea, that he came up with it. Without you trying to dominate, trying to take over the conversation, trying to be the one who always has all the right answers, all the right ideas, ask him what he thinks of this. If you allow it to come back as his idea and his idea being honored and applauded and accepted, you will get better results for every single thing in your marriage. He will feel good that he's led you to this wonderful, exciting idea. And he will care about the fact that you honor his ideas, that you value him as a leader. This means so much, so much to your husband, more than you could ever know. For you to be a finer wife, my dear, who encourages femininity into her marriage, learn how to admire your husband. A man's greatest need is not for love, like most women. As women, we're all about love in our relationships, and we want to give him love, and we want to give him gifts, and we want to tell him how amazing he is. But what they care about, what men care about. Is respect and admiration. Men value respect more than anything you could ever buy him, any sexual favors you could ever give him, and anything you could ever do for him. He wants respect, and he will always choose your respect over your love because, as a man, he sees your respect as love. So pay attention to your husband because everything he's doing, he's doing it for you. Men do things to impress women. Whatever they wear, whatever they buy, if they want to buy a fancy car, they're doing it so that women will admire them, respect them. If they have on certain cologne and clothes and their haircut, if it was just men, they wouldn't care. But they do it because they want to impress you. They want to look attractive for you. They want to look put together for you. So when you're married, women becomes woman. He's doing it for you. All of it is for you. He's trying to impress you. So it's important to begin to notice that he's doing these things and admire him for it. And it comes very naturally the more you practice. So if you're not doing it right now, just start incorporating it little by little. <laughs> Don't overload. Don't make up things. But genuinely say when you notice something, babe, I noticed you did A, B, and C. Fill in the blank. And say, thank you. A genuine thank you. You can show appreciation and acknowledgement for even the smallest things. And you really should do it for the smallest things because every single thing a person does means something. It takes effort. And any effort that's appreciated is valued. Instead of you saying, thanks for taking out the trash, if you even say that, <laughs> instead of saying that, you can say, "Hun, thank you so much for taking out the trash. It's so good that I can rely on you to like help me with the household. Or you can say, thank you so much for taking out the trash. I always feel like I can rely on you to take care of things. I really, really appreciate that. 
Not every day, but every once in a while. Or you can say something very simple like, honey, you took out the trash. Thank you. I'm so happy to be your wife. You know, something really simple doesn't have to align with what he did necessarily. But just saying that you just love being his wife makes him feel good. It makes him feel like he's doing the right thing. And that encourages him to do more. If your husband is speaking to you about something, admire the message behind the message. Men tend to talk about things in spurts. Unless you have a husband who's just extremely talkative, the average man is not really going to be talking all the time. But when he does talk about something, especially because he's comfortable with you, he may go on and on and on and on. And you might be like, okay, sir, that's enough. Like, I've heard enough about this. I could care less. However, Try to admire the message behind the message instead of really like trying to soak in all of the basketball stats he's telling you or all of his stories from when he was in science camp. Instead of trying to memorize everything he's saying, think about what he's really saying. Think about why he's telling you this. Many times he's doing it because he wants you to admire something about him. It could be what he knows. Like, for example, Once he's done talking, you can say, wow, babe, you know so much about baseball. And that makes him feel good. He could care less that you didn't listen to any of those baseball stats he just named, but he will care about the fact that you admire that about him. You noticed that he knows so much about baseball. And listening to this, babe, you may be like, girl, I don't know. Like, this is just, why do I have to do this, right? But this is what he wants. This is what he needs. And This is what other women, the women you don't want around your husband, are doing. When he's sitting there at the bar telling them about a bunch of nonsense, they're all into him, admiring, oh my gosh, you know so much. And that is your job. You're supposed to be that girl. It doesn't matter how long you've been married. You're still supposed to be that girl. His desire for that is never going to go away. So as he's speaking to you, start thinking about the message behind the message. Why is he telling you this? You don't need to ask him a ton of questions, but questions are always nice, you know, just to get him to keep talking more, especially if you have a husband who doesn't normally share things with you. And one day he just starts randomly opening up about work and it's like, oh, he never talks about work to me. This is interesting. Instead of shutting him out or looking totally lost, you can look interested and you can start asking more questions. And keep it going. Keep him talking. The more he feels comfortable talking about it, the more he'll start talking to you about work. And then you'll start to see him opening up to you in a more emotional way because he feels like you actually care about all the things in his life. Just remember that your husband is still trying to show off to you. Don't think that that's going to die down for him. He's still wants your admiration as often as he can get it. Now, I know some women will ask about complimenting uh, a man's like looks and if that's appropriate. I wouldn't necessarily recommend you compliment man's looks. I don't think that that's something that needs to be complimented. That could be my personal opinion. I just think that that's a very um, narcissistic magnet. People who are really into their looks, men, 
We'll compliment their own looks and you'll start to see, okay, he, he knows he's cute. I don't need to tell him clearly. And it's just not something healthy men are looking for in terms of compliments from you. They're not looking for compliments on how handsome they are. They're looking for compliments on their masculine traits. So focus on anything masculine. For example, This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a virtual counseling service where you can schedule phone or video sessions. It is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. It is a worldwide service and can help you in areas such as depression, anxiety, anger, trauma, and other concerns. Everything that you share is confidential, professional, and affordable. You can check out their testimonials on their website daily. And note, this is not a crisis hotline. I want you to live a life where you're full of happiness and hope today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off of your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com feminine. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash feminine. For example, some masculine traits of his that you can admire are his size, his height, his stature, like his built, his ambition, his intelligence, his achievements. And in terms of achievements, this is a really big one. When your man has any achievements, let him know that you are proud of him. This is a beautiful way to honor him and admire him in your marriage as a finer life. So if he fixes something in the house, admire him and tell him, wow, babe, that's amazing. I love that you fixed that chair. I love that you know how to do stuff like that. Or if he does something he just wouldn't normally do, admire the masculine trait in whatever he did. Like, wow, that was like pretty amazing that you took the initiative to figure that out for us. Thanks, honey. Or if it's a work achievement, maybe at the job he won some sort of prize or an award, or he won a case or completed a really difficult surgery, or maybe he passed a very difficult test or closed a deal, let him know that you are proud of his achievements. And I personally think it's great to do this with words and with some sort of treat, like food. If he likes snacks, his favorite snack or dessert or a meal that he loves, you can cook the meal or order the meal in. And the most important part of this is actually saying it to your husband. When you bring him the cupcakes or you make his favorite pasta, you can say, yeah, honey, we're celebrating your deal. We're celebrating you winning the case and let him know why you're doing that. Don't just assume that he knows why you're all of a sudden making something special for him or doing something special for him, like in the bedroom or wearing a sexy outfit. Whatever you're doing, let him know why you're doing it. This will help reinforce him to do it more or to feel proud of himself and really feel like 
Although he won this achievement at work, it directly affected his households. It made his wife happy. And now it's like he got two prizes, two awards, two celebrations for whatever happened in his life. And doing this really helps him to feel admired. Now, sweetheart, if you are a little bit on the shyer side, a little bit more of an introverted wife who isn't used to really being with her husband in this kind of way, in this sort of emotional way that I'm asking you to explore, it's okay. It's going to take time. Do it little by little. Do what makes you feel comfortable. My biggest takeaway with this is for you to be aware. I want you to have information. My podcast, my YouTube channel, everything I do is for you to be aware. I want you to be knowledgeable and at least know the stuff. If you don't do it, that is your choice, but I never want you to feel like you didn't know. So take your time, okay? You don't have to do all this at once. Try it out. Test things out with him and see how they work out, but be brave enough to do something a little different because these are the things that are really going to enhance your marriage. If he's not used to you doing any of these things, if he's used to you being maybe the opposite, like putting him down or just dismissing all of these sorts of things, it may seem a little awkward at first. You know, like if he made an achievement at work, he and his friends may go out and celebrate. He may not even think that you would want to celebrate with him because you never do. So he may be out and you're thinking, oh, here I am. I made this great meal for him or I went and bought this cake or whatever I did. And he's not even going to come home at a decent time because he's celebrating with other people. And that is what tends to happen when you don't celebrate him. Other people will celebrate him. That's a fact. On the job, they're going to celebrate him. His family is going to celebrate him. You don't want to be the only person that doesn't. I know some people think that that's having tough love or you have high standards for what you're going to celebrate, but that is what drives him away. He will actually do more and greater with more acknowledgements, admiration, and celebration than you deciding when you think he's done something worthy of your admiration. He's not working up to that, (laughs) especially if he knows from other people and from his own self that he's done well. It's also great to compliment him around other people. If he's done something really great, tell other people how great he is. Now, I don't mean this like in a bragging way. I mean this in normal conversation. People who you normally speak to, if something is significant and comes up, share it. Obviously, you want to be careful. You don't want to share everything. You want to be very selective. But when it does come up, especially if you're speaking to his family members or your family members, then definitely share it. And you can share it in earshot where he can hear you. (laughs) That's really nice. You can share it on social media. That's also very nice. And it's especially important more than anything to share it with your children. If you have children, share it with them. Allow your children to admire your husband and know that he is to be respected and honored as their father, or if they're not his father, that they should be respected and honored because they are a good man. Children should know all of the wonderful things that your husband is doing 
for you and for the household. Other ways you can admire him are leaving little notes like on his desk or if he has a little notebook, putting a little note in there for him to find in his gym bag. Those very, very, very small things really do go a long way. There are so many ways that you can admire him and it always helps to think about what would you like? How would you like someone to acknowledge and admire you? What would make you smile? Think about yourself and it'll help you to think about him. Now, my dear, there are some absolute don'ts when it comes to being your husband's cheerleader, admiring and respecting your husband. Again, these are things that I want you to think about, but if you've done these things in the past, please don't beat yourself up. It's just time for you to have a change of mind, to repent, ask God to change your thinking, change your heart, and help you to do better. Don't beat yourself up over it. Don't think about all the past relationships that you've done this and focus on where you are now. Every single thing that God allows to happen in your life is for your good. If you love God and if you're called according to his purpose, in Romans 8.28, he says that all things work together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. So just remember that God is working things out, even if even if the things you've done in the past weren't good, he is going to work them for your good. So leave it where it is, repent, change your thinking, change your mind, and start fresh. One of the things that I want you to stay away from doing as a finer wife is nagging at little things, little things that can turn to big things. Nagging is a huge turnoff. And it's honestly unnecessary. If your husband makes a mistake or if he makes a poor choice about something, you can address it without going on and on and on. Meaning just that. Address it. State it. And then move on. He heard you. And sometimes it can be very stinging and jolting for us to hear anything negative about ourselves, especially if he's a very proud man, a very um, arrogant man, or a man who's just not quite in tune with his emotions. Hearing anything that he did quote-unquote wrong can be a trigger for him. It doesn't mean that he shouldn't hear it, but really be careful with how long you stay on the topic. And please, honey, don't talk to him like a child. Don't emasculate him. Don't take away his manhood when you speak to him. If you have children, sometimes, you know, you get used to your mommy voice and what you're saying can sound in the same tone as you talk to your children in, especially if you're talking about something he's done wrong or you didn't like. Or if you work a professional job where, say, you're a manager, you're a boss, a supervisor, a judge, law enforcement, anything where you have a role of being the person in charge. Even if you're a teacher, this can spill right into your household if you're not careful. 
Don't talk to your husband the same way you talk to the people at your job. And certainly do not tell other people about his mistakes, even if they're little things. Now, this will depend on your relationship with your husband and be careful because I know a lot of women who think their husband are okay with certain things because they don't say anything, but they are absolutely not okay with it. So don't just assume because he hasn't mentioned it that he's fine with you telling other people about his mistakes. This comes up a lot in group situations where you're talking, maybe the drinks are flowing, people are talking about their significant others and all the stuff that they do when it's all fun and games. You do not have to participate, okay? As a finer wife, as a feminine woman, you're going to learn that you are not like everyone else. You don't do what everyone else does just because you're in the environment. If they're saying crazy stuff about their husband, if we're making jokes or we're pointing out our husband's flaws, you don't have to. You can sit there and you can smile and you can laugh, but you don't have to offer any examples about your husband. He will appreciate you doing this. And if people try to pull you into that, you can learn to just kind of shrug your shoulders and say, I don't know. Or you can be sarcastic and say, what do you mean? He's perfect. (laughs) You know, you can make light of it, but don't go into details. Don't start sharing information. That is how you bring conflict into your home. And if he confides in you about something, let's say something happened at work and he made a mistake or he got into trouble over something, or let's say he's like a public figure and he's on television and the media is bashing him or social media is bashing him, or he made a mistake like on the field as a professional athlete, something where everyone's kind of seeing, okay, this guy messed up. Do not feed into what everyone else is saying. You bring a little bit of that light into the room and into his life. There is absolutely no reason, my dear, that you should ever say the words, I told you not to do that. Those are very condescending words coming from his wife. It'd be fine if you were his mother or his sister, but as his wife, you don't need to say that. If you did tell him that, he knows. Remember, you are on his side. So don't add any flame to the already burning fire. And in terms of talking about like public situations, if there is a disagreement your husband is having in public, if it's between him and a waiter or him and a cashier, him and his father, him and his mom, him and his friend, and you're there, or even a family group situation, do not get involved. Don't try to step in and tell him what to do. Let him handle it. Even if it's uncomfortable for you to watch, even if he is in the complete wrong, it's better for you to say, hon, let's, let's, let's go or say nothing at all, but do not ever get on the other person's side and say, you know what? He's right. You should do that. Or you should listen to him. Absolutely not. Being married for many, many years, you and your husband are going to have many adventures. You are both human and both of you are going to make mistakes. There's no need for you to amplify his to make a point. 
especially with men needing to feel respected and admired, it's going to affect him even more than it might affect you if he was poking fun at you or telling you, I told you so. You know, it's a very different dynamic. You are not the same. And that's a good thing. But remember, you don't have the same role. And this is something you will experience over and over in your marriage. And a lot of times you just need to let it go. If you know your husband is horrible in terms of being a handyman and he should hire someone to do things, but he thinks he's great and he spends 10 hours putting together a chair that should take 30 minutes, let him, let him. When he sits on that chair, the chair breaks. Allow him to see, okay, this is what happened and allow him to then hire someone to do it. Now, you will have different kinds of men with different personalities. Some men will absolutely not take a different road. They may be stubborn and say, I'm not hiring anyone. This is a man's job. I'm going to do it. Because again, a lot of the things that he's going to insist on will be masculine things, right? These are the times where you need to go into prayer and you need to ask God for help. Ask God for wisdom. The Lord said, if anyone asks for wisdom, he will give it to you, okay? Without reproach, just ask God, what should I do in this situation? And he will open up a way. He will open up an answer. He will always help you, especially when you are being respectful and trying to do the right thing. He'll allow one of his friends to come over one day and be like, oh man, like, let's go ahead and fix this chair and fix it. He'll allow something to happen to fix that situation. Just understand that men need to be able to do things on their own so that they can reap the benefits of the admiration for fixing the problem. If he knows that he did something that became an issue and he also comes up with the solution, he comes up with it. Even though you could have fixed it, you could have told him the right thing, you allow him to come up with it, he will be happy that he also came up with a solution to fix whatever problem he created. And some women might think, okay, you're just trying to pander to his ego. I shouldn't have to do that. I guarantee you, these women are either unmarried or are not in a marriage that is successful. Because mature women who are in marriages that they want to work understand that once you are married, it's no longer about his ego. It's about your husband learning him and doing whatever it takes for the marriage to work. Respecting and admiring and cheerleading for your husband is a basic need of his. It's a role that needs to be fulfilled by someone. Men long for this their entire life. And when they get married, they expect you to be that person for them for life. Just like women have basic needs too, most of them around love and affection and emotional attachment, men may have absolutely no desire to do that, get no satisfaction about doing it, wonder why they have to do this for you. Why do you want this fairy tale love story? But instead, they realize that this is just how you are. This is just what you want and I need to do it because this is my role. If not me, then who? And if not you, then who? Once again, honey, doing these things will take prayer and a lot of time. And that's okay. 
You may think your husband doesn't deserve your admiration. You may think that there's nothing about him that's worth complimenting. He doesn't do anything. How can you even admire him? Pray about it. Pray for God to begin to show you the great qualities in your husband. They were there at one point and they can come back and they can grow. This requires you to be vulnerable. He may not give you the reaction that you're hoping for right away. It takes time. Okay, be patient. Wait on the Lord. And remember that this is also supposed to be in conjunction with the previous podcast. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to the initial podcast for Finer Wives, where I talk about looking feminine and what your husband needs in terms of the way you look. When you combine the previous podcast with the information in this one, you will get his attention. Being your husband's cheerleader, my dear, is going to help you. It's inevitable that in marriages, you're going to have disagreements and sometimes even arguments. And in those moments, when he maybe isn't talking with you for a little bit or you're doing your own thing, ignoring him, whatever the case might be, he's going to crave your attention again. You were his cheerleader. You were the one admiring him. You were the one thanking him. He's going to want to get back to that as soon as possible. It will help him to be able to speed up that time where you're not in a good place and apologize or be open to resolving it. And he may end up actually starting to do things to try to get your attention. He might start fixing things around the house or taking up your laundry or just doing things for you to get a thank you, to get admiration from you, because that's his fuel. But if you never do that anyway, then there's very little motivation for him to get back to getting things on track with you. It also benefits you in the long run that you're doing what you should be doing as a woman, as his wife. There is a special fulfillment that comes to you when you know that you've done your best. When you know that you've taken the knowledge that you've been taught, implemented it, prayed about it, and truly gave your all. When you do that, you have no regrets because you truly did give what you were supposed to give. And God can bless that. God can do something with that. He is always watching over you. He is watching over your marriage. God wants your marriage to succeed even more than you do. We know that God hates, hates, hates divorce. That is the very last thing he wants for you and your husband to be on different pages and to no longer show each other the love that you once had for each other. So if you find that that's fading away, or if you don't think you have it in you, then I want you to pray about it and to be open for God to start working on your heart. I want to pray for you, my love. Go ahead and close your eyes. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing your daughter to hear this message on how to admire her husband. I pray that you allow her to see her marriage as a gift and a blessing from you. Please allow her to embody the things that she heard today, to be a finer wife for your glory. Teach her ways to lay down her life for her husband as you lay down your life, Jesus, for your church. Bless her marriage and heal every broken piece. You are God. You are God alone. And there is nothing too hard for you to fix. 
and she is ready. We thank you in advance, Heavenly Father, for your grace, for your love, and for your protection. Hold our marriage in your hands and lead us down the path that you created for us. In Jesus' name we pray, with thanksgiving, amen. I thank each and every one of you beautiful ladies for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I hope that the information you heard today helped to open your eyes and see your marriage in a new light. Please make sure to visit www.findforever.com and purchase 2911 for yourself and for someone that you care about. We have a very special code for those of you who listen to this podcast to get 20% off of your fragrance by using the code feminine. I will have it in the information box below. I thank each and every person who has purchased 2911 and has supported my ministry. Thank you so much. I pray that God blesses you abundantly for sowing into my project and sowing into the kingdom of God. I thank each and every one of you who shares this podcast. Please share it with any woman who's getting married, who's in a marriage that's struggling, or who you think could use this information. I love you all so much, and I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you diving into your femininity and trying your absolute best to be a finer wife for the glory of God. Make sure to follow me on my YouTube channel at Dr. Michelle Daff and on my Instagram page at A Feminine Impression and my personal page at Dr. Michelle Daff. I hope you all have a beautiful Christmas and a wonderful holiday season and I will speak with you soon. Until next time, remember that in all things you do, make a feminine impression. Bye-bye.